Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hey, everybody. I'm so, so excited to be on here today with Ashley Clowers. Um, Her and I, oh my gosh, I feel like we talked even like a year ago, like when we first connected, right? I think it was. I know it was like a long time. Um, There's some people too where it's been like two years, so it's hard to keep track, but yeah, Ashley and I um, have been talking for about over a year. Um, and just recently, she put in her two weeks notice. Yesterday was her first day, um, even though she would have been on Christmas break anyways at her teaching job, but her first day officially full-time in her VA business. Um, she just informed me that she's actually at her parents because they lost electricity in Texas. <laughs> so that's why she's like not in her like probably like natural like office setting or whatever, but she still made it. So I appreciate that. But I'm super, super excited to chat with her today. And also too, um, she's going to talk about her journey going through Rock Solid Academy, the mindset that she went through in order to even like get into that um in that spot of like investing and obviously talking about all things virtual assistant and getting your business up and going. So, uh, Ashley, do you kind of want to start off with just telling us a little bit about yourself, family, background, all of that good stuff? Sure. So I am a wife and mom. We have four kids and, um, we live in East Texas. So we live in a very, very, very small town. (laughs) And um, I have previously, I was a teacher for, or I was in education for 15 years. Um, Four of those, I did admin uh, work. So I wrote curriculum and I did instructional technology for districts. And then I actually decided to go back to teaching in the classroom. Um, So that was kind of interesting because normally once people leave the classroom, they don't go back. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually chose to go back. But um, so, yeah, so teaching has kind of been my identity for the past 15 years, but we're involved in the community. We do a lot. We're also children's ministry directors at the church. So we have that on our plate and we just kind of have our hands in a bunch of different, (laughs) a bunch of different things. So we're very busy to say the least, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. (laughs) Yeah. No, you guys have a lot of stuff going on and I know how crazy it is, even with just my two boys in wrestling, it's, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so I don't even know how you do all that. And like, I've, I've literally been saying to you, I want to get more involved with the church and I'm like, Oh, where can we squeeze this in? Where so, can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that's hard. what we're kind of doing right now as well too. So that's amazing. So, um, I know like beforehand, you kind of said like, it hasn't really hit you yet because technically yeah. you would be on Christmas break <laughs> right now, but kind of tell us a little bit, about like how your first day working from home full time was, um, yeah, well, obviously without the electricity yeah, um, and like, <laughs> yeah, like your kiddos and like, what were their responses and your husband's when you put in your two week yeah. notice? So, um, I told my husband, he kind of knew that it was coming. Cause I had goals written out and I was like, if I get to, you know, X, Y, Z goal, then, you know, this is, I'm going to put in my two weeks. Yeah. Um, because he, I had technically been working towards this for over a year. 
Yeah. So I'd been kind of working towards it. So he knew we discussed it and he knew that, you know, if I met this goal and so it just kind of happened so quick and I was like, okay, I'm there, you know, I, and it was close to the end of the year, um, to the end of the school semester. And so I feel like it's always better to put it, you know, Hey, I'm not coming back after Christmas break rather than coming back after Christmas break and then putting in a two weeks notice in the middle of January. And so it was like, I would have to tell them that week. So I was kind of like, oh, wow, this is happening. So it just kind of happened so quick, but I was so excited to, to do it. Like it wasn't, I don't know, it, it, it was a little nerve wracking, I guess, just because I've, you know, been in teaching so long and um, I don't think anybody really ever expected me because <laughs> I was like one of those veteran teachers, you know, and I was involved yeah. in all the things and I did all the stuff and sponsored this and that, you know, and so I don't think anybody really, they didn't know what I was doing either because I really wasn't yeah. very forthcoming <laughs> with information at yeah, first. You never really know how your job will react to it. Yeah, but they, I mean, it went well, as well as it could go for the most part, but yeah, my, I mean, my husband was on board with it and he was super excited just to have me at home in the new year and just to have more flexibility in my schedule because, you know, working full-time when you're at a nine to five, it's, you know, you're there all day and then you have to take care of all the odds and ends, you know, for your own household within like three hours in the evening, you know? Yeah. And So he was like really excited that I was going to be able to just have this more flexible schedule. And, you know, he, he knew that it was, he knows it's going to be a lot less uh, stress. My kiddos haven't quite, I don't know that they really think they get what I, what I've been doing. They just know that I'm on my lap a lot. And, and I say I'm working. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. They're like, what? So it's so funny too, because even um, like my my oldest son, he's nine, but he grew up with me doing like beach body coaching. And so, you know, and they'd always be like, did you hit diamond yet? Which is like a rank. And then, you know, with the VA business. And so now- like that's all he's really known since he was like four or five it was like, you know, mom working at home and trying to get her, her two different businesses up, which obviously I don't do beach body anymore, but, um, it's like so cool how they kind of become a part of it over the years. And like, even yeah. now if I get excited, Kellen's always like, did you get a new client? And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, we're now it's like, I get multiple clients every week. So it's like, well, I hit like a new milestone or like one of my clients, you know, was able to do Like, I remember I, I was like, oh my gosh, Ashley's able to leave her nine to five. And he's like, who's Ashley. And so it's kind of like they're part yeah. of the journey and like, they get excited with you. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. To yes. It's, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been fun. So even though I think last week at some point I opened my laptop at home and they're like, Oh, do you have to work? And I was like, no, 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 no. I've said, I'm done with my work. I'm just trying to order groceries. <laughs> right. <laughs> like we just order so groceries. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's so funny. I know I would do that too. So I know everyone's been wondering, um, like the, the whole nine to five process. So obviously are like leaving that. So we will get into that here, um, in a little bit, but, Tell us, let's kind of go back to at the beginning, because like we'd mentioned, you know, we talked for off and on for about a year. So what was kind of that like tipping point or like that realization where you were like, okay, I need to like go invest and like really get this up and going. 
Yeah. So I, at first, I think I was worried um, about my return on investment because, yeah. you know, it is an investment in RSA. And so I think when I talked to you in the beginning, I 1000% wanted to dive in and do all the things. And, but I was really worried. What if it doesn't work out or what if I can't make it happen? You know what I'm left with, I've just invested all this money and then, you know, I'm not doing anything with it. Yeah. So that was my main concern. But what happened was since I was a teacher, I, in my mind, I was like, well, all maybe I'm just in a rut because of the district I'm in. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm going to switch districts and maybe that will solve all my problems. And then I can still do the VA on the side and try to grow it. Well, then the summer hit. And of course I had all the kids at home with me and I had one VA client at that time. And I literally did nothing but just work for that one VA client. I mean, I didn't try to get any more clients, nothing. Um, so basically it was just like a normal summer. Um, and I just, I wasn't, I didn't have the motivation. Like I just, I, I wasn't in the right mindset. And so when I swapped districts, I realized this is not going to solve my problems. Um, I still don't want to be at a nine to five. Um, and so that was immediately, and I think it was like, literally, I was like three or four weeks into teaching, um, at the beginning of, you know, in August, September, And I was like, okay. And I think I reached back out to you and I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. I was like, I can't. You joined September 30th. Yeah. So it was like a very good. I was like, I've got to do something. And because I thought, you know, a lot of teachers or people just in general in their nine to fives, you know, they, I was like, do I need to go back and get some other kind of certification? But I thought about it and I'm like, I'm going to be investing money in those things as well. And then I can only use them on that one specific thing. Sorry. So, no, that's fine. <laughs> Try to respond yeah, to I was a thinking, comment and it clicked on it. I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was like, I can only use those certifications in one avenue. Whereas if I try the VA thing and it works out, there's so many avenues for online business and online VA work. It's just yep. like, it's, there's just so many ways you can go. And I was like, yep. it's almost like a win-win when I kind of started thinking about it. Yeah. So I just decided to dive in after that. No, I love that. And I like that you mentioned that as well too, because I almost way back in the day, I was like, maybe I should go to school to be a teacher. And then, but that was my thing too, was like, well, what if I don't like teaching or what if I have kids of my own? And then I'm, you know what I mean? Like you can do a little bit with like teaching degree, but then I ended up getting a degree in public relations and I've never used that, but it was kind of like a similar mindset of what you're saying of like, there's so much more I can do with this. And so Now, even, you know, with like my coaching, like I worked as a virtual assistant, obviously a coach, um, I've got a podcast now we're, oh, which is so nerve wracking. Like now I'm actually in the process of like, actually like going and writing my book that I've been putting off for two years. Yeah. And so like, as an entrepreneur, like working with my business coach, I'm like, holy cow. Like I have the financial freedom now and the freedom with my time to do so many different things and like build my brand to be whatever it is. So I know you're like at that beginning step, but I like that you recognize that, you know, there's, there's really no limits to what like you yeah. can do or who you work with, yes. or, you know, the income. Cause I think that was part of it too. When we talked, oh, yeah. I think, right. It was like the income you were like, well, this is like, I'm basically maxed out. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Because like I was, 
I was like, I can, I mean, teachers don't make a lot, you know? So and it's you guys like, should be making a crap look. So you got to deal with our <laughs> little turds. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I really only need to make, you know, X amount of dollars in order yeah. to really, you know, at least replace my, or at least make half of my teaching income, you know, until I can get full time or whatever. And yeah. when I started really crunching the numbers and looking at it, I was like, I, I can totally, you know, I was like, I can totally do this. Like, I just kind of like, I was like, I can, and, and I think it helped too. Uh, Cause I think at that time you had, um, I watched some testimonials from some people, maybe I, I can't remember if it was in your Facebook group or where, or maybe it was on your website. <laughs> I don't remember. I saying, there's on my website, there's some on Instagram. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I watched it somewhere, but it really helped because I liked seeing, especially Raquel, because she was a teacher too. And yeah, so I that's why like, I partnered you too. <laughs> yes. And I was like, this can't, you know, it, it just helps when you see people who have done that before you, cause you know, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like, you've got those, those commonalities as well too, because yeah. Shelby was also a teacher. Um, and Shelby gets her clients amazing results as well too. But the thing that kind of made me, you know, get you over to Raquel, um, was like personality and also too, she's got three kids, you have four. So I was like, yeah. I feel like she'll be, you'll be able to relate to her a little bit more, um, on, on that standpoint. So, and I like that you brought up Raquel because that was be my next question. So tell me a little yeah. bit about, how it was working with Raquel. Um, and maybe too, if you can think of like, um, there's always like that, uh, that like breakthrough in coaching. So if you like, kind of want to talk about like what that was for you of like, you know, maybe you weren't really getting the results that you were wanting mm -hmm. or something and like how having a coach there really helped you move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like Raquel was amazing because I, <laughs> I was like, so, indecisive. And I feel like we would decide on something in one call. And then it's like, I would vox her and be like, I don't even understand what we talked about in the call anymore. Like my mind would just like, it was like, wait, what do I do again? And then I would need to go, I would have to go back to Slack and look because I was just at first, I think I felt I was just really lost because I had this one VA client I was working with. I did not know what kind of people I wanted to work with. So finding my yeah. niche was really like <laughs> hard. And even when I found it and we were like, yes, this is it. I was like, oh, but is it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. is it. and so it was all these moving pieces. And then finally, um, she was very like, I, I remember on one call, she was very decisive and just very, no, Ashley, like, this is what you're going to do. And I yeah. need that because I need, um, I need someone to tell me like, no, you're doing the steps correct, but you, you know, like you, this is the direction you need to go, you know, stop yeah. second guessing yourself, stop all that. And yeah. so just having someone there to like, um, she really was a, a true confidence builder. Like my confidence definitely with my skill set and just the prices I was charging. Um, I mean, I couldn't have asked for, for anyone better because I needed that because it's really hard when you're yeah. talking on a discovery call to someone and you say, oh, you know, uh, this is my price. You have to be confident. And, you know, I, I was so nervous. I remember I was like terrified, but, she, you know, she taught me through all that and, um, and everything, but yeah, so definitely she worked with me on mindset and confidence, but I really liked the fact that she was just like very direct, like when yeah. I couldn't decide on my niche, she was like, 
this is exactly what we've been doing, you know, and these are the pieces that are aligning. And so this is the route that we should go. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. I can do that. Like, I just need someone to tell me what to do and I can do it. Yeah. So just someone be like, no, you're, this is what you need to focus on. And, um, yeah, yeah, like I remember seeing that a lot in like the one-on-one coaching as well too, where, um, it's kind of that like blind faith, right. Where you just have to know it's like, success is inevitable, but it's so, and oh my gosh, like mindset for me, when I was working with my VA coach, it was, it was trash. Like there were some things that like I had mastered, but like what you said with like the amount that you were charging. Cause I went from charging $15 or like, yeah, like 10 to 15 as a VA. And then I had my VA coach and she's like, you have a year and a half of experience working as a VA you should be charging 35 Mm -hmm. and I live in a little town too. So at that time, I'm like, $35 is more than like anyone that I know makes. And you're telling me that I should be charging that. And so it's almost like someone giving that you that permission slip of like, Hey, the amount of value and knowledge that you have equals X, Y, Z amount and like go out there and like promote it. And so I think like, at least for me, having someone there, giving me that permission slip of like, this is what you should be charging. And you know that, that they know what yes. they're talking about. It's like, yes. Okay. I'm the one that's got the trash mindset, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's so hard when you're in that mindset. I feel like it was so hard for me to get out of it just because I was like, well, you know, I, you, you think of all the what ifs, well, what if, you know, they don't want to work with me because of that price, then yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what if I would have lowered it just by $5 or, you know, and she's yeah. like, no, you can't, <laughs> you know, no, this is what we're going to charge. And this is what we're going to do. And that's that. And I'm like, yes, it honestly too, like, even for coaching, we used to have like these longer, smaller monthly payments. And now I'm like, no, if they, you know, and I think too, it's the price equals like the kind of client that you're going to get. So, and I'm sure Raquel told you this, yeah. but like they don't have $500 at least a month to pay a VA. They shouldn't be hiring a virtual assistant. So kind of like with me and my coaching, I'm like, okay, if they can't come up with a way to join this program, like then they, they don't want it bad enough. Like I've got people that will take out like, which is mind blowing and humbling, but like small loans or, you know, this and that. And so you, you want those people that like really want to find a way to make it work because they want to work with you. And yeah. which I know we'll dig into that in a little bit. Cause you're currently working with four clients, correct? Yeah. Right. Well, right now I have one, two, three. Yeah. Four. Okay. I was counting. I love that. You're <laughs> like, wait, how I've got so many, how many, um, well, one, I guess technically three, one, I don't start with until the, after Christmas. Yeah which out so many people right now, even, um, one of our, our say clients, Oh, we had two yesterday land their first client. I can't think of who it was, but yeah, they've okay. got it, but they got a deposit for January. Yeah. So I feel like that's very, very common this time of year. Like even with our say, we've got a crap load of deposits to start off. Yeah, the new people year, just so. want to make it through the holidays and then, right. And yeah. Then yeah. I, I totally, I know I'm over here. I'm like, yes, tomorrow's my first day off on Christmas break with my kids. So, um, yes. but tell us a little bit because you, and actually, even on discovery calls the last couple of weeks, the people are like, well, I'm going to school full time. Can I do this or that? I'm like, and then, and then, and then I'm like, we've got Ashley over here. That's got four kids yeah. and was working nine to five and had multiple clients. So tell us about like how, like what worked for you? Cause I know a lot of moms that work nine to fives are like, do I have the time? So can you kind of break down like yeah. what your schedule looked like with all the things? <laughs> 
Yeah. So um, I, I would say time management was my biggest struggle for sure. And yeah. I had to really dig deep <laughs> to find like the mom cracks in the day yeah. um, because we are so busy. Yeah. But um, I will say the morning did not work for me because we are up early. And I mean, if we're waking up at four 30, that's, I mean, I, I can't oh, wake gosh. up any earlier than that. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I knew that that was not an option. So yeah. I just kind of said, okay, our morning routine is going to stay the same. And then I tried uh, my hardest to work on my lunch break, which was only 30 minutes. So sometimes it would either be just doing, um, like catching up on a training maybe, or one of your videos, or yeah. if it was work for a client, like if it was 20 minutes or less, I could do that really quick. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I would work so hard at my nine to five to make sure everything was done by the time the bell rang. And when the bell rang, I was done so that yeah. I did not have to go home and do anything. And so, and I mean, you know, previously, you know, as a teacher, you're taking home or I don't, I haven't taken things home in a long time, but I would stay late or a whatever, you know, to, yeah. yeah, yeah, just too much to do. And I just decided, I was like, no, I have to choose, you know, and I'm not saying I did any less for the kids, but I definitely made wiser choices on, <laughs> you know, time consuming assignments for myself. Yes. So I chose things that were really quick and simple and things that I could teach. And I know I could teach. I didn't have to relearn and, yeah. uh, that way I could leave. And so as soon as I left, I would go home and I would try to do work for about an hour before I had to pick up my youngest from daycare. So it would give me like roughly an hour, which was amazing because in that hour, when nobody was bothering me, <laughs> yeah. it was like a full blown hour that I could just get as much done as possible. And the rest <laughs> I did after, um, after the kids went to bed, which to be quite honest, I, um, my kids are horrible at bedtime. So like, they just don't, I mean, I would love to say they go to sleep by eight o'clock, but that does not happen. Yeah. So they're on different schedules. And I have a two-year-old <laughs> that I don't know what makes her tick, but like, she's like a soldier child. Like she will stay up all night long. She will wake up at the crack of dawn. I just don't, I don't know how she does it, but um, <laughs> so most of the time she's in my lap and I'm just doing as much work as I can with yeah. her there. So, but it, it did get easier. Um, once I kind of learned, um, I guess with the clients that I had, cause I had a lot of project pieces going on yeah. and then I still had my weekly retainer client or my weekly client as well. And so I would know that, okay, I know my weekly client has to be done by Wednesdays. So I would kind of front load all of her stuff at the beginning of the week and get it out of the way. That way I knew that it was done. So if something came up at the end of the week, you know, then it was okay. You know, like I, I could take care of whatever needed to be done and my client work that had to be done was finished. Yeah. Um, and then my project pieces, I just kind of worked as, you know, as quickly as I could to get those done. But mm -hmm. I mean, it is, it, it was hard and I still struggle with it, you know, and I know that now that I'm going to be full-time, that was the main thing I talked to Raquel about in my last call was, what should my schedule look like? Cause I'm going to have all this time and no kids. And I'm going to be like, uh, what do I do with this? 
So. Right. It's actually so weird. Even when like I was going through my divorce and we have 50, 50 custody, which oh sucks. I still hate it two years later, but like the weeks I wouldn't have them, I was like, what, like, what do I do? It was almost yes. worse having more time because mm-hmm. I was just so used to that hustle, hustle, hustle of like, you yeah. know, all the things. So it, it's so weird, but like, actually, um, we've actually had a lot of like clients that leave their job and it is a huge shift for them. Like it does take them a long time and I'm not going to lie. The weeks that I don't have the kids, I have less structure, right? Like my days are my own mm-hmm. and I am so much less productive, like work, I'll work all day long, but like house stuff, cooking, we usually eat out. And yeah. so um, because it's just, it's like less structure. So mm-hmm. I like that you brought that up because I think that's the one thing where you've got this big goal of like, I want to be home and have more freedom with my time. And then when you get it, you're just like, shit, what do these days look like? So, yeah. um, so I liked you that you, um, and here's one thing that I hear is like, well, and again, this is just like an excuse piece of like, you know, some people, but when they, you know, before they invest, but they're like, well, you know, I would only see my kids or I'd have to leave my daycare a little bit longer. And I don't want to do that, blah, 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 blah. And they can't look at, yes, you have to sacrifice for, mm-hmm. you know, a few months, but then you're going to be able to make up that time with your kids or whatever. So I like that yes. you brought up like, yes, I had to leave my youngest at daycare a little bit. You know, I'm already up at four 30. Like I'm sure a lot of women on here are not, I mean, myself included, I sleep till seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're not up at four 30. <laughs> So I like that you were just like, no excuses. We're going to freaking make this work. Um, and obviously yeah. it paid off. So tell, walk yeah. us through the timeline. Cause I, I forget cause we had so many wins during that time. Um, but walk us through like when you landed your first client in RSA and then like your next mm-hmm. clients and like the whole timeline up, it's like leaving your nine to five. Yeah. So I had, um, one client coming into RSA that I had worked with for, I guess about a year. Yeah. It had been about a year. Um, and so when I started RSA and I will say now that I, now that I've, you know, been through RSA, yeah, I wish I would have started at the very beginning of my VA business because I look back and I'm like, I worked my butt off for a year trying to make this work and that work, you know, still at my nine to five and part-time doing VA business for a whole year. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I could have done this for like three months. <laughs> right. And then have left my nine to five. Like, so yeah, I, I wish I would have just jumped in when we first talked and just yeah. learned all the things and, you know, have been done with, Hey, I know all the business structure. I know how to land clients and just went full throttle, you know, and in three months, three or four months, I could have left my nine to five then. You know, but looking back, I'm like, well, you know, what do you do? So here we are, you know, (laughs) right. And I mean that you guys know my story. That was me for 18 months as well. Like I don't, I think I was just so stubborn. I I don't even think I even knew that like a VA, like I saw like passive courses and stuff like that, but for whatever reason, I was just like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, But I was very, very stubborn for a long time. And I didn't even know that like hiring a VA coach was even a thing. So I like that you came back to me, but even, even earlier, I know it was last week. Um, you know, we got four, we had five sales calls last Thursday, four of the five signed up and the fifth one, you know, got in the follow-up call with me. And she's like, I know you say not to do this, but she's like, I'm going to try it on my own. And I was like, Hey, like, it's your journey. If you feel like you need to do that, like go for it. 
it might work out for yeah. you. Or, you know, and like I told yeah. you, a lot of people come back to me because they, they do try it on their own and you don't know until you try it. So, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you still got your goal. It took you a little bit longer, but yeah, I feel like maybe there's a purpose there of like why you yeah. went through it. Like for me, if I didn't struggle on my own for 18 months, I don't think I would be as like relatable to yeah. all of you because I literally did every single thing wrong that I could have done wrong. So that. true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and so, for me, it was that like the main thing was the accountability piece is yes. I realize now, like I need that even in my business, you know, going forward, like I'm going yeah. to need that. Like I'm going to have to, you know, I like the fact that somebody held me accountable and I had goals each week, you know, that I needed yeah. to complete. And so that, that was the, the big thing for me that I needed, but yeah, as far as landing the clients, I think I got my first, um, project, um, based clients. I think I was three weeks, three weeks in, I think, yeah. I think three weeks, it might've been four, I'm not positive. I think it was three. Um, and I was super excited because it was something like I, it was SEO and I was really excited just to do some work with SEO because I, that's the type of work I had been doing. And I was just kind of, I wanted to dive more into that. Cause I actually enjoy, enjoy yeah. it funnily enough. Cause so many people are like, I hate SEO. <laughs> you know? You're that know, unicorn. Like, we need people like you. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big puzzle piece to me. And I'm like, Oh, I like the logistics of changing this and changing the words. And I don't know, I'm a nerd probably, but, um, so I landed a project client and then I swear, probably from there, it was like, I, I think I boxered Raquel one day and I was like, I just got all these messages in my inbox and I don't even know like what happened. <laughs> I think I had like four or five people messaging me about SEO related work for them. That's and awesome. I ended up working with that one project client. Plus I took on two other project clients, um, like all within a month. So I was like, oh, okay, this is happening. Like we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I just kind of dove in head first, but I really liked the fact too, that I was kind of doing the same thing for all of them. Yeah. So I wasn't kind of having to learn like a new skill set or I was already kind of knew what I was doing, even though I was learning some things on the way, but it was kind of like, I could take what I did with my first project client and apply it to the other ones. Yep. And so it made me feel a little more confident in the rates and everything I've charged. Yep. And then um, from there, um, I landed my my retainer client, <clears throat> which I haven't started with them, but um, they're paid and everything. But I'll also start in January, January, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, in January. Um, and that one was really exciting because that's somebody I know personally. And it was funny because I, I think I told Raquel too, I was like, I just feel like, these, you know, these projects are great, but I really want to land a retainer client. Yeah. And so, um, I had gone, I think I actually went on Facebook. I had my Instagram and everything up and going, but I went on Facebook and actually changed my workplace mm -hmm. <laughs> to put an, and I put like SEO strategist and tech VA on there. And I kid you not, like the next day he messaged me and was like, Hey, I see what you're doing, you know, and we're actually looking for somebody for those exact things. He has, he had already worked with, um, VAs previously. Oh, and perfect. so, yeah. And he was just like, Hey, this is, it's cool that I know you and you're actually doing the exact same things that I'm looking for. 
Yeah. And so, yeah. And I actually went to an in-person interview. Like I, I don't know the last time I did an in-person interview. Yeah. Raquel told me that. And I was like, but she's like, it, it's going to be a huge client. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he said he could do it virtually as well, but I was like, you know, I, you know, I just kind of had a lot of questions and I just thought maybe it would be more. And know. if you can meet with them in person, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the more, like what I teach, you know, the VAs and like RSA as well too, is like the, the more you can connect with someone. So like, if they can hear their voice, you, you know, so like send a yeah. voice note or a personalized video saying hi or something like that. It works yeah. really well. Yeah. So I ended up landing him and which I'll start with him in the new year. Um, but what was real, I just thought was so cool was that I had not told anybody other than my family, really what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a few of my friends at work kind of knew, but they didn't, they, they didn't understand me. <laughs> no one knows what a virtual, they're like, what is they that? Had no in, like smaller towns, like in my town, yeah. people are like, there's no way that like Jade does that or makes that kind yes. of money or like, yeah. is it an MLM? Like I hear that yes. all the time from my friend's husbands. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they just, I mean, it, it was, so really my family was all that really knew about it. And then I, I, I think I was just so like, I felt not desperate, but just like, I just wanted the needle to move forward so bad. I was just like, yeah. I'm just going to put it on my Facebook. And I was like, I'm going to set me up a Facebook page and all these things and just get going and just let everyone know. And it's so funny because after landing him, um, I actually ended up, he mentioned it to someone else <laughs> that we know as well. So now I meet with them, which I haven't even got to tell Raquel because this all happened like this week. Oh my um, so now I get to meet with them in, in the new year. So in the first week of January, I'll go meet with them and they want me to do some similar work that I'm doing for the other clients. Oh my gosh. Referrals are the best, the best. Yeah. And so, and I know Raquel's already told you this, but I'm going to do this, say this again anyways, because I was talking with someone in the D who was it? I feel like they went through RSA. I can't think of who it was, but anyways, they were like, Oh, well, you know, I landed all these clients, blah, blah, blah. But I put my business on the back burner. So because they weren't being consistent, yeah, they went yeah. from like being booked out to that. So just make sure as you bring on people that you're still doing that and like making those yeah. connections, like you have that wait list and things, um, especially with being at home now full time as well, which I know you're yeah, for sure. Any of you listening, think, do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I think I mentioned that to Raquel that I was nervous because, you know, when I was working full-time and then doing this, um, part-time, I was like, there's only so many hours in a day. And if I'm whatever hours I do have, I was working on client work yeah. and not focusing on building my business. And so it, it was like one of those things where when I quit, I was like, okay, I'm going to dedicate the rest of December to just going full throttle on my business and just getting all the plans and goals that I can done and that way I can hit the new year with hopefully getting a return on that with clients. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting some, some leads in at least. So it, it was really, it's been really exciting for That's sure. Amazing. So, and you don't have to share like your income if you don't want yeah. to, but do you want to say like, or kind of walk us through like that tipping point? Like what was, cause usually what we tell, you know, women in RSA when they're wanting to leave their nine to five is like, if you can get around that halfway mark. Um, and so like, I know for Renee, she went over that halfway mark mm -hmm. and she's like, I wish I would have left to the halfway mark. Cause I just got way too like overwhelmed. So like, did you have that like halfway 
like replacing half your income, like in mind, did you, you know, stay at your nine to five a little bit longer? Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So my goal was to just, um, leave, you know, by Christmas break. Yep. And so when I got my one retainer client and signed him and he was paid for the new year, yep. I knew in the new year that would put me to my, a little over my halfway mark. And Perfect. so, yeah, so I knew I was like, I'm going to go ahead and, and turn in my two weeks or really I just resigned because I've stayed longer than two weeks. You know, I yeah. just worked until Christmas break, but, um, but yeah, so I went ahead and, and did that because. I, I, at first, I kind of, I think I talked to Raquel too about it was I was a little nervous because I had the retainer client, but mm -hmm. my client I'd had for a year was hourly. And so she talked to me about trying to get her to move to a retainer. And I had a conversation with her and she just kind of wasn't interested in it. But what was yeah. funny is this past week, which it was actually my last day at work, uh, this past Friday, yeah, I was just kind of all the feels and I was the nerves, you know, just of leaving and knowing I wasn't coming back. Um, I was getting nervous and I just, I said, well, um, I messaged her and I, my client that was paying me hourly. And I just said, you know, I said, I'll be full-time in the new year, just letting you know. So if there's any additional tasks or anything you want me to complete, you know, send it my way, I'll be more than happy to do that. And so she actually was like, oh, wow, you will. She sent me a list of things and moved me to a retainer. Yeah. So I was so, I was like floored because it came like at the perfect time because yeah. I was feeling nervous and all these things. And I was like, okay, this is great. And then I had, um, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday or the day before, uh, one of my clients that, um, I thought ghosted me, <laughs> <laughs> came back around and messaged me and she's actually going to, um, start in the new year with me as well. And yep. so she, but I didn't even get to mention this to Raquel cause this just happened this morning, like before the call. <laughs> and so she's actually going to put me on a, she's going to hire me for a project first and then put me on a retainer after that. So oh I was like, Holy cow, this is like, it's just been a whirlwind, but it's so funny oh, that it God. happens like the all in this time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah, really yeah. excited because I feel like maybe if this would have happened a few weeks ago, I feel like I might've been so overwhelmed right? that I wouldn't have known what to do. But now that I have time, I can kind of sort through all the things. So I think at this point, I'm pretty maxed out on the hours I'm going to be working in January, which is super, I couldn't have asked for anything better. <laughs> Oh, that makes me so, so happy. Yeah. Like, you know, we do our weekly co-coaching calls and we check in and we go through everybody like, okay, you know, Emily, Raquel, Shelby, like how are your clients doing? And so it was like really, really exciting because again, like I just remember it so clearly I was, it wasn't snowy at that point, but walking around, sending you voice notes um, yeah. in my backyard, <laughs> you know, in September yeah. and you were like, Jade, I don't want to go back, you know, after Christmas. And so that's my favorite part as a coach is like seeing the transformation of like, and yeah. it all coming together. So that makes me really, really happy for you. So I think too, cause you just wrapped up with Raquel like last week or this week, right? Uh, last Tuesday. Okay. And so you put your notice in or like knew that you were going to be able to leave your job at like week eight, right? Like a month ago. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I it, like was. It, was yeah. it was, it was like right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh my God. Right, no, it was before Thanksgiving. That's right. Oh, oh really? Holy cow. Well, was it the, I don't remember. 
So that would be, yeah. So that would be I around. I think it was routine. the week. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think it was either the week before or the, it was right when I came back. Cause I gave them about four weeks notice. So that sounds about right. Oh, that's all. Well, and I thought that too. And I was like, I'm going to ask her and double check today, but um, yeah, it's, I, I love seeing wins like that because so many people, like even yesterday I had a discovery call with a woman and she's like, well, I want to leave my job, you know, by September. And so I was like, well, like we've literally had a few clients last couple of months that are able to leave after like six to eight weeks. I'm like, it, would that be okay? Like, can you leave sooner? Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. She's like, so you're saying I could leave by like February. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like you can, you know, if you're coachable and like do all yeah. the things. <laughs> So she, her eyes, she was just like, holy cow. And, and obviously I told her about today's call and things, but like, that's why I wanted to go live with you because I think that's such an inspiration for a lot of women that, you know, and I, I think too, we always have like our dreams of like far off. Like I know even for me, I never thought it would be feasible to buy land at 32 years old and build my dream house, which we were able to do starting last month. And so, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe when I'm like 50 or retired, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we just, I think it's just so scary for us. So I mm-hmm. like that you're able to come on here and be like, no, I was able to, after two months of just hustling, sacrificing all of that. So yeah, yeah, it was, and, and I'll say I was hesitant too, because of, um, like retirement, you know, yeah, and just your pension and things like that. But when I really looked at it and I did the math on how long I would have to work and stay in my nine to five, which for me was education you know, I looked at, do I want to do X more amount of years and get paid this much monthly in my retirement? Or do I want to just give this a shot and maybe make this amount a month and just put this back into my retirement? And because everyone, when I did turn in my two weeks, um, in the education world, they literally thought I was bonkers. Um, and what are you going to do about your retirement? Don't touch your retirement. Don't do that. You know, don't do. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I think the same way that they do anymore about those things, just because I saw how much I did not want to be at my nine to five and just the quality of life in general. And I was like, but there's so much more there's, there's, I just feel like this is going to open up just a better, mindset for me, less stress, just a better quality of life in general that I would rather do. And, you know, quite frankly, like I could, you know, I could retire and then who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. it's kind of one of those things, like I'm going to give it a shot and still save for my retirement with what I'm making doing yep. as a VA. And, you know, I'll figure it out as the, as the years go on. But that was one thing that held me up because I was, I heard everyone else was kind of like feeding these things into me. And I was like, but what do I, what do I want? And I knew what I wanted. It's just, I was so scared to like. Because you got so many people in a different mindset. And I love that you brought up retirement because that is something I hear a lot. Now I worked at Northwestern mutual, which is like a life insurance. And actually I call with my financial advisor this morning. He's like, how much are you going to put into your 401k or whatever? But yeah. cause if I can max it out, that'd be a huge tax break. But, um, so that's like one great thing that you brought up. So I worked there for about a year and a half and, you know, you can put up to like 3% of your check-in, which I made 1683 an hour. So it wasn't that much and they would match it. So in a year and a half of being there, I only had put in because if you guys know my story, I took out 1200 of that 1400 
and paid my first installment with my VA coach. And everyone thought I was batshit crazy, but guess what? Now that, you know, I make a crap load more money. I put in four times, I think four times that amount a month. And I have way more of my retirement now than I would have been if I would have been at my nine to five. And so exactly, I like to break down those numbers for people because it's like, well, yes, you, and I know teachers have good benefits and things like that, but again, it's that positive. What if not the negative of like, well, what if I don't, you know, have the retirement? Well, what if you can put 10,000 a month in a retirement and go buy a vacation home in Florida and have your grandbabies come visit you when you're old. Exactly. (laughs) And that's what I ended up telling people. I was like, I hate to break it to you, but 75% of my paycheck when I retire is not going to be that much. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm not worried about, you know, breaking ties with that. Yes. Yes. It's not my top concern. No. Right. I, yeah. Looking back, I'm just like, holy cow. Like I would not even be able to retire till like I was, you know, 70 if I would have stayed there because of that. Um, we do have a couple questions. So Darina asked, how did you put yourself out there? And Darina's in RSA, so she'll learn here in a little bit, but. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm on Instagram. So that was the first thing. And I was completely new to Instagram. Like, I think I had set one up years ago and I don't even think I posted one thing. Like I had like a profile <laughs> picture. Okay. I remember you told me that you were very yeah. nervous. I was like, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm, what's so funny is I worked in with social media and school districts forever. Okay. Yeah. So I did like social media accounts for them and all things, but <laughs> doing it for myself, it was like, I know Raquel probably thought I was like such a loser. Cause I was like, I was like, I think I even messaged her one day and I was like, how do I add the captions to my video for it to say what I'm saying? I didn't even know how to do that. Like, because I was like, I have no clue, but so I, I definitely had to learn. And that was one of my bigger struggles was Instagram because I wasn't, I'm not quick at it. So I can't just post and go because it's so new to me. So it's, it's been a slow learning process, but I found that making the reels is a lot easier for me than making a post. Yeah. <laughs> so and that, you guys have it easy because now Instagram favors reels. So like when I see? started the VA, reels weren't a thing. I remember Instagram TV, if you guys remember that. Oh, that yeah. Came I, I, yeah. Yeah. So I always but tell yeah, my clients, so, like, you guys have a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The reels were are really not hard. But yeah, definitely just trying to post on Instagram, which I have a plan for the new year going in. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to create my content since I'll have a little more time now. Um, and then really the only other thing I did was finally, when I posted what I did on Facebook and then more people around me found out, and then they started asking questions and then I was like, okay. And some people were actually like, they, they really wanted to know, like, what do you do? Like, what do you mean you work from home or what do you, you know? And so just doing that in general and making the rules and just though, cause those are all things that are very much out of my comfort zone. So yeah. that for me was probably the biggest thing. So just getting, just kind out, of, yeah, getting out there and connecting, yeah, just telling people what I did in general. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. And I like that you brought up Instagram. Cause I know a lot of people are like, I don't use Instagram. Like we gotcha. Michaela said, what did you niche down to as a former teacher? Second week home after resigning from my teaching job. Ooh, fun. So, um, I niche down just to doing SEO work and, um, anything like tech related as a VA. Um, 
so just right now, like I'm working on um, training, like I'm looking into HoneyBook setups and things like that. Um, and I, like I talked to Raquel and eventually my goal is to roll into the OBM role um, to kind of do something that way, because we talked a lot about my experience in tech and things like that, working with instructional technology. I'm usually pretty good at all those things. And so just niching down to those things and hopefully eventually becoming an OBM is the role I want to take. Um, And I decided on, you know, I I was trying to go the route of business coaches because I think Mm -hmm. at first I was doing, I, um, mindset coaches and, um, I can't remember what I decided on before that. And I told Raquel one day, I was like, okay, look like the, the Instagram feeds that I'm seeing from these people are not my jam. Like I'm not that it's, I don't enjoy reading them. (laughs) I was like, I need to go a different route. And so I said, I really like money mindset coaches, business coaches. Like I just like the nitty gritty stuff. Like it's, this is it in your face. I said, I enjoy reading that more than the mindset stuff that, you know, for me personally. And so I went that route, but as of right now, none of my clients are business coaches, which is kind of funny, but um, you know, I'm going to roll with what I have, you know, and I think all of these clients are a little different. So it's been, it's, I think it's going to be pretty cool. No, I like that. And, and that's like the thing as well too, is like, yes, we, cause I hear it all the time, just even last week in the DMS with somebody and they're like, well, I've heard not to niche down because then I, it'll be harder to land clients. I'm like, no, 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 no. And so I always tell like everybody, yes, you need to niche down. You need to do your market research and put out content, but like for business coaches with their fears, pains, and goals, if one of their things they struggle with is, I don't know, um, like, well, SEO, right. And you're talking about SEO and you have a hashtag or something, someone else that has a business, just like what on your Facebook, right. Mm -hmm. That, that guy that reached out to you and said, like, I need to hire you like other people still have the same struggles. And so it's like, you can work with other people outside your niche, which is what you're doing. We're never going to say, Oh, you you can't work with them because they're, you know, not a business coach, but when you're putting out content, trying to target something like that's when it really like all kind of comes together. And I think that's what confuses people is like, I can't work with anyone outside of that. No, we want to niche down. So you're talking to somebody, but someone else may come across your profile and need the same thing. Yeah. And I kid you not, like, as soon as I started doing SEO stuff on my Instagram, like, and I got my first project client, that's like, it was like back to back. Like they all were just asking for SEO services. And I was like, that's something that's so narrow, you know? So it, it definitely worked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And because you are doing something and I know you do other stuff too, besides just SEO, but because it is so niche down, like you can be more broad and say like, I work with online business coaches because um, because you know, the pyramid method, like you need to be niched down on one yeah. or the other. And so for you, it just kind of flip-flopped of like, instead of being niched down on your idle client, you're now a yeah. little bit more broad with that. And now you just start doing a lot more like the SEO or like the techie right. stuff. So, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, and again, um, like it all kind of like came together and worked out. And I think two people put so much emphasis of like, well, who is my, my ideal client? Like they think of it mm-hmm. as like, I'm trying to find you know, my partner in life kind of a thing. And it's like, no, like you can start with one thing and and pivot to something else. You're never going to know a hundred percent what you love to do 
until you get out there and you start doing it or start working or start connecting with mindset coaches. And you're just like, this is not my jam. Like, so I think just being brave and taking that first step um, is important as well. Let me see if we've got any more. Um, cause I've only got like seven minutes. Okay. So we do have some time. Latika, I will answer your question now. Um, so she said, what's the difference between a retainer client and an hourly client? So like, I'll answer that. And then I'll kind of let Ashley like, like chime in too, but basically in like an hourly client, someone, and like, this is what your client did was just like, Oh, Hey, you know, maybe throw a couple stuff your way. And then you do the work and then you just like invoice them for however many hours of work you did. Is that kind of what you did with your client? Yeah. I tracked my time and then sent her the invoice at the end of the week. Yeah. And so like with a retainer, like a month to month client, you, you know, like every month, like, okay, they're on my medium package, which depending on what you're charging me, that's like $1,200 a month, you know, every month, every four weeks, they're going to pay you $1,200 and you have that contract <clears throat> until they give you when whatever's in your contract, two weeks, four weeks. I know it's a little bit different for every virtual assistant. Um, but yeah, that's like the difference between a month to month client and then um, an hourly and you're getting paid up front for the entire month. So before you do any work in, you know, for the next four weeks, you're getting paid up front for the entire month. I don't know. Is there anything that you would add to that? No. Yeah. That's yeah. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. And the thing that I like about moving her to a retainer is I, as, as, cause I've worked with her for a year, so I can do the work for her really fast now. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas at the beginning of the year I was learning and I was a little slower. So, you know, now I'm doing the work so fast, but if now that she's on a retainer, um, the faster I get at the work, you know, I'll be working less hours, but she's still paying me the set amount per yeah. month. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's like the really nice thing as well, too, because yeah, with, with, I've seen it a lot with VAs that like have never worked with a coach or anything. They're just allowing people to like throw whatever their way. So some weeks they might be working like 40 hours the next week, they're only working five. And so it's as a virtual assistant, like trying to leave your nine to five, it's really hard to be able to project your income unless they are on those monthly. And then if they obviously want to throw a couple more hours your way or something, that's just an added bonus. But you know, like for Ashley, at least she knows going into January, how much she'll be making. So my last question for you, what does January look like income wise for the clients that you currently have? So what's really exciting is this morning, I took the the lady that I thought ghosted me and, um, <laughs> she's reached out and we've communicated. And, um, so I was able to get a deposit from her today. And so, um, January looks great because I am slightly under, I will be under $500 of meeting my teacher salary. Oh my God. So, and that's it. Yeah. So I'm like mind blown because I did not, I did not, I didn't sit and do the math until this morning when she messaged me and I was like, holy cow, like that's, that's huge. And that's not with any, um, I mean, that's, that's basically with no other projects because in the, like I've had four projects within the last month. So that's not including what I could do in projects if I need to. So that's just, I can't even, I'm so excited for January because I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm over the moon excited because I'm like, holy cow, I can totally now it's all coming together and it's just super, super exciting. So, and it's all happened at the right time too, I feel like. 
Yeah. And, and to know too, like, I, okay, I'm almost at my salary. And now the next two weeks, you'll be like doing those money-making tasks, have more time to put into it. Yes. I would literally be shocked if you go into January, not you know, with the extra 500 at your salary. Yeah. I'm so excited and to do. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's almost fun to like get the new clients. Cause I'm like, Oh, there it's the possibilities are endless, but, yeah. but what's I really like is just that, you know, I mean, I kind of lost my train of thought for a second. I forgot I had a point here, but sorry, <laughs> you're good. No, but yeah, I just didn't. Cause I, I thought it might take me a few more months to get there you know, uh, just to get where I really wanted to be at. And I know I talked to Raquel when I was in doing RSA, the calls with her was, I was almost scared to take on more clients while I was still working full time. Yeah. So it's almost like I was terrified to, if they said, Oh, I'll need you for eight hours. I was almost scared to like take them on that. I wouldn't have enough time to do their work while I was still working. And so when that started happening, I knew I was like, okay, this I've got to choose. Like, I can't, it's happening. Like your goals are here. You're, you're meeting your goals. Like you've got to make your choice and let go. (laughs) Yeah. And there's that tipping point as well too. And you know, like a lot of our clients like, well, I want to do a good job. And like, how can I do that if I'm at like still at my nine to five? And so I think that speaks really loudly as well too, of like your integrity and like how you want to run your business and like do a good job for them as well too. So, um, Oh, I'm just so excited for you. You have to update us um, before January too, because I know you're going to get another project or another client. So, so. Um, you have to update us in the the Facebook group. But um, thank you so so much, Ashley, for hopping on. I appreciate your time, and I you have to read the comments on here because like so many women are inspired. So, guys, I did oh, drop awesome. her Instagram handle. They asked for your handle, so <laughs> hopefully you'll get. Some I'm going to get stuff. better at Instagram. I promise. That's my that's like my main goal of 2023. I love it. I love it. Well, we can, we can definitely help you out with that. So thanks so much, Ashley. Enjoy your first week off at your nine to five and have a great Christmas. Okay. Bye guys. You too. Thank you. Bye. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe and remember you are amazing. You are worthy and you are capable until next time rebels.